Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday, my friends, and welcome to the first Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily podcast of the week. My goodness, that's a mouthful. And we begin with the reaction to England's win in their opening group clash with Croatia at, of course, the Euros. Obviously, this being the Euro Daily podcast, where else would they have played? Anyway, we'll hear from man of the match and goal scorer Raheem Sterling shortly. But first up, the gaffer, the boss, Gareth Southgate. Inside, he slips it in. It's Sterling! And England are off and running. Calvin Phillips has made it. Raheem Sterling puts it away. Really impressed with how they settled quickly into the game with and without the ball. You know, our pressing was good throughout the team. We used the ball with intelligence and with some quality. You know, I felt we probably deserved to be ahead before we got the goal. But then we also managed the game well. You know, we, we didn't really invite too much pressure. There's always going to be moments, the long throw at the end. But I thought we were pretty controlled throughout. England off to a winning start in the Euros for the first time in their history. We uh, have got Jose Mourinho with us. Even when Croatia had the ball, they didn't have the ball to hurt England. They had the ball just to breathe, just to rest. Everything was under control. We can say not many chances, not a lot of creation, but total control. I was positive before uh, the competition start. After this victory, I, I am in even more, um, more confident about, about the team. On to talk sport pundit and former England defender Sol Campbell. They were probing, there were those third man runs into the space, they were on the ball, they were harrying, hassling the Croatia back line. It was good, I really enjoyed that, but then we kind of dropped off and then allowed them to come into the game, like Modric dictating the play, then, you know, bringing the whole England performance down and to their kind of level, their pace. It happens sometimes. You've got the heat out there as well. It's very mm. hot out there. We managed to get through it. That's the main thing. Sterling, you know, getting into really good positions and, uh, you know, and he pops up and tucks one away. Well, he has just answered his potential critics. An excellent England move. Sterling with the sharpness. Playing football and being in major tournaments for a long time now is no 
known when to block noise out, you know. I've blocked the outside world off and just tried to focus on coming into this tournament with a clear head, fully focused to, to help my team and that's, that's the most important thing, you know. I, I haven't tried to listen to any noise outside, focus on myself, I know what I can bring to the team and it's as simple as that. Raheem Sterling, you just said to me off air that, you know, he can't be dropped now and he probably can't. He scored the winning goal, you know, he, he must be feeling on top of the world but he also missed two really good chances. It's not a down for Sterling and he couldn't get underneath it. It was a free attempt. He was only about 11, 12 yards out. Sometimes people, coaches in fact, have, have suggested that uh, maybe when striking the ball, Raheem Sterling doesn't quite get it right. Technically, he needs to work on that. He definitely needs shooting practice, doesn't he? And they're under big pressure. When they get asked questions physically, the quickness of our uh, front line causes them a big problem. Fantastic goal. I think Harry Kane did off of the job too. Without touching the ball, they create problems to a defender and what happened to Vida was instead of giving cover to the position of Raheem's run, he was chasing Harry's movement. So Harry not touching the ball, he did off of the job. Who do you think in your eyes, which player stood out for you? You know, I have to say Calvin Phillips. He's a player that arrived last season from the championships but showed amazing um, amazing personality. I don't remember him missing a pass in a dangerous uh, building up area. I think he was very, very good and uh, when you see one of these uh, young guys appear appearing in, in these big stages and perform the way he did, I think he's fantastic. Calvin is a fabulous boy to work with, so unassuming and I thought his performance was outstanding. The two, two passes in the first half in behind the defence were, were top level and uh, the contribution for the goal summed his, summed his day up. I feel good, I feel tired obviously, I'm very happy with the win, very happy with the three points and just a contribution for the three points and the first win. For it to be my first game at Wembley, you know, I really enjoyed it. February 17th, 2020, TalkSport tweeted out a little clip of me on uh, Drive saying... I put him in the England team, never mind the England squad, and got roundly shouted down because he plays in the championship. The fella's unbelievably brilliant. He's England class already, I promise you. This was when he's in the championship with Leeds. I could just see how good a player he was. And here he is at the Euros, arguably the man of the match. on his face because a clean sheet in your first appearance in a major tournament Tyrone that must feel good I was uh, it was everything I expected and more it was of course the win was important the win was the most important thing we wanted to put on a show for the returning fans So to get a clean sheet as a defender and a win in, in our first game was a perfect start. These kind of games bring the best out of you and I, I felt it did that for him and uh, stepped on the ball, didn't do anything wrong, came in, some great tackles, interceptions, didn't really make any mistakes. He, you know, he was just short, brought the ball down, good headers. That's all you can do really. But it's a moment of history here for Jude Bellingham who becomes the youngest player ever to play at the Euros. In a different match, probably he could come with a different player than, than Phillips. I believe he will. I believe he will. I believe yeah. Bellingham will start matches and, uh, uh, of course, Anderson would, would be also perfect for that, for that balance. Well, from Gareth Southgate and the team and everybody in this stadium, that made us all feel pride. Now, it's been confirmed that Denmark midfielder Christian Eriksen suffered a cardiac arrest when he collapsed during Saturday's Euro 2020 fixture against Finland. 
He remains in hospital for further examination, but results of medical tests so far have been normal. Denmark's team doctor, Martin Boson, explained what happened. Yeah, what should I say? He was, he was gone. Um, and we did cardiac resuscitation. Um, and there was cardiac arrest. Um, how close were we? I, I don't know. Um, we, uh, we got him back uh, after, after one defib. So that's quite fast. Uh, so the, the details... I, I'm not a cardiologist, so the details about uh, why it happened and, and further, I will leave to the, 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 the experts. And this is Christian Eriksen's former manager, Jose Mourinho, who admitted he prayed and cried for the Danish midfielder after his collapse and insists his survival must be celebrated. Football went in a direction where... Um uh, the organization, the protocols, the equipments, uh, the level of the doctors, of the specialists. Um, and I also believe that God was was looking at football at that moment. But everything um, uh, together made um, made Christian to be to be with uh, with us, to be with his family, to be alive. So it was uh, much more important than football, but at the same time, I believe that also showed um, the good values of football. The love, the solidarity, the family spirit was not just about his family, it was about the football family, was about football bringing people together. Um, I prayed yesterday, I cried yesterday, but how many millions did it uh, around the world? I believe many, because football can bring people together. And yesterday, for the wrong reasons, football brought people together. But in the end, we can celebrate. Back now to the home nations. And Scotland get their campaign underway today when they take on the Czech Republic at Hamden Park in a 2pm kickoff. of course, live on TalkSport. We'll hear from the special one on the manager, Steve Clark, his former assistant at Chelsea, of course. But first, this is Tony Cascarino, who thinks the Scots play with no fear. They got loads of Premier League players. Now, whether it's Tierney, whether it's Robinson, whether it's Stuart Armstrong and a number of others, they they've got a really good base of players. And the biggest thing I can say to them, they all seem to have a fantastic attitude. Because I, I watched them against the Netherlands and they had to defend for periods of time, but they always suffered a threat. And I didn't even mention McGinn. He became a, he becomes a bit of a goal threat for them. They're a they're a side that I don't think will play with any fear. I think Stevie Clark is confident of his side, knowing that they can get goals. It's Scott McTominay who gives them the lead. Plays it to Shea Adams. Adams with a shot through the goalkeeper. And Shea Adams scores his second Scotland goal. One of my assistants, Stephen Reid, went to the World Cup with his country. So he has some experience. He'll be able to share that with the players. Andy Robertson's played in World Championships. He's won the Champions League. Billy Gilmore was involved with Chelsea a couple of weeks ago in the Champions League. Scott McTominay played in a European final. I've coached a team in the final of the Champions League myself. We understand big games, big moments. Big games are for big players, and we believe we've got enough big players to handle the occasion. In relation to football, I think he's a little bit of um, Mr. Pragmatism. He knows what he wants, he knows how to do it, he knows what he has in his hands, and he builds the team based on... Um, 
the best players. I think Steve gave them what they need. Uh, an organization very adapted to, to these players that are fundamental for them. On to Sunday's other games where Austria won 3-1 against North Macedonia. No, neither did I. And the Netherlands beat Ukraine. Okay, left footed. Swings one towards the back post. Header and in! It's a third goal for the Dutch! And who else but Denzel Dumfries? Dumfries, that man who, who missed that golden opportunity in the first half, was the saviour. Just a, a breathless, fantastic game of football. I've absolutely thoroughly enjoyed it. And the Dutch deserved it. I think they were the better side. But wow, the Ukrainians gave them some fright. And the goal scorer is who else but Marko Anatovic, the former West Ham United man, substitute today. But he's super sub right now because Marko Anatovic has put this game to bed for Austria. That's it, gang. Thanks so much for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. So just a reminder, coming up today on TalkSport, we've got three games across the network. Euro 2020 is here and it's live on TalkSport. Scotland versus the Czech Republic. McGregor plays it in towards Christie on the edge of the penalty area with his back to goal. Christie with a low shot and Scotland have done it! And it's headed in and this one will count from Suchek. He's got above the defender, the goalkeeper came flapping, and Suchek has equalised from a corner. Poland versus Slovakia. You've got to favour Lewandowski here. Must suit a right footer better, and it is Lewandowski who bent it into the top right-hand corner. And Jan Gregus has put Slovakia ahead on 31 minutes with only their second effort of the half. Spain versus Sweden. Swung it with pace and put it in by Gerard Moreno. 30th goal of the season. Oh, it's deflected in. It's a goal for Sweden. Forsberg is claiming it. It flew into the top corner by the deflection. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Euro Daily Podcast, whatever they're called, first thing in the morning, so make sure you download that. And, of course, we'll be looking back at Scotland losing to the Czech Republic. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.